Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Janelle McLaughlin. You can read it on LinkedIn. You can also connect with Janelle on Twitter at ms underscore Mac4 or on Instagram at Janelle underscore MCL. Now, here is Janelle's blog post, Five Ways to Build a Healthy Culture. Five ways to build a healthy culture. All good leaders are full of great ideas. The key is knowing which ideas to develop and when. Some may never go beyond the idea phase. Others may be able to be brought to fruition fairly easily. Others take study, strategizing, collaboration, and mindset shifts. Regardless of the idea and how it develops, all success revolves around the culture of the organization. It might be something that you pursue just for yourself. So the organization is essentially you. You still have to have that culture established that allows you to step out in courage to make the change or go for the new idea that's forming. True change cannot happen unless there is a healthy culture first, and this takes time to build and foster. The culture of a school or district is developed over time and reflects the stakeholders' values and beliefs. One author equates the culture to the personality and the climate to the attitude of an organization. By achieving a positive educational climate, one can build a healthy culture. Five ways to build a healthy culture. Number one, conduct a culture audit. By giving the stakeholders a survey, the leader can find strengths and potential weaknesses. This will aid in prioritizing needs and finding the right place to begin. Effective communication is always a key component to successful operation. At times, we can gather information informally. Other times, a needs assessment is the best place to start. Not only will an audit give the leadership team pertinent information, but it increases employee engagement by giving them a voice. Number two, involve stakeholders in decision-making processes. If teachers and staff feel like they have a voice in the school's happenings, they will trust their leaders more work harder for the benefit of the team, and take more ownership in development. A healthy culture is one of the largest components of employee retention. Involving them in the processes and procedures of daily operations shows them that they are a valued and necessary part of the district. Number three, make culture visible. The vision, mission, and goals of any school district need to be well-known, consistently communicated, and modeled by leadership. When all stakeholders are aware of these foundational values, the culture becomes visible and buy-in is higher. These can be communicated in a variety of ways, from social media posts to physical posters within the workplace. The Forbes Coaches Council said it best, your company culture is a reflection of what your organization stands for, and as the voice of your business, your employees are key to ensuring that it succeeds. When employees enjoy where they work, they will help make that culture more visible through their own communications with others. 
Number four, build community within the school among staff members. This can be accomplished by holding social gatherings outside of the workday. These could be for mini celebrations, for holidays, or strictly for the sake of socializing. Staff will be more willing to take risks and more willing to work together if they care about one another as people first. And number five, choose teams wisely. It is the leader's responsibility to seek employee input, to form teams, and get people in the right places to utilize talents and passions to better the organization. Culture is healthier when employees are involved in various processes and systems. The best teams are comprised of people who bring different gifts and viewpoints to the table, but share a common goal and mindset. I think all leaders would admit that a healthy culture is imperative to success. I'm wondering how many consciously work to build it though. How do you build, promote, foster a positive culture in your schools or districts? I enjoy partnering with leaders at any stage in this development, from leadership coaching to whole staff workshops. Let's find a solution to laying the foundation for a positive culture to promote overall well-being. You just heard five ways to build a healthy culture, a post written and read by Janelle McLaughlin. You'll find this article on LinkedIn, and if you're listening to this on a mobile app, you should find a direct link to the post in the show notes. You can also connect with Janelle on Twitter at ms underscore mac4 or on Instagram at Janelle underscore mcl. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. This podcast is created entirely using phones and the Anchor app, which is free, proving that you too can start podcasting today with no money in and no special equipment needed. If you have any questions about how to get started, feel free to pass them along and I'll do my best to help. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs Podcast.